0: good morning charged up studio listeners this is dana oliva with market atomy one more time today We are here with you from Orlando, Florida, with James Stinson. James is the sales manager for Millennium Technology Group here in Orlando. Millennium offers a wide range of technological products, services, and support for businesses in Central Florida. For small businesses, Millennium offers an affordable remote IT support, allowing you the ability to focus on your growing business. Today, James will be shedding light on what small business professionals need to be considering when working within a virtual environment. Welcome, James.
1: How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing good. I'm glad you could join us. Glad you you could join us. So talk to me a little bit, give me a little bit of background as far as what we're trying to do is get a feel for how you help small businesses.
1: Well, one of the things that Millennium Technology Group does is we work with small to medium sized businesses that may not have the ability to have an IT staff constantly on call, ready to go. So our team of 40 to 50 uh, technicians, engineers work for the small business as that department. Um, We offer 365, 24-7 help desk services. So if your business is outside the nine to five normal Monday through Friday, we're still there to help you out. So if you have a network problem, backup problem, you want to make sure that your business is protected from cybersecurity, we can help you out. We're the experts that can provide the much needed information to your small business. Some of our clients are as small as 10 people. Well,
0: that's who we deal with, Was is yep. a lot of your micro businesses, 10 and under. I mean, I'm a, I'm a two-person business myself, but I bring on a lot of strategic partners and interns. I have interns working with me. So I understand that. Um, and there's a lot of technology that we use. So I need that help as far as making sure that everything is running smoothly including my Google that went off in the background, <laughs> reminding me of this appointment.
1: <laughs> right.
0: So as small business owners, a lot of times they, you know, the cost is one of the the preemptive decision makers as far as IT. What's happened lately and that I think is really cool is they can remotely access your computer without them having to come to your office, which considerably reduces the cost because it can be done right there. Am I correct?
1: Absolutely. Um, The initial setup, uh, we like to kind of see the environment first on on site. But after that, we can pretty much do everything remotely now with with the technology and the agents we put on your uh, computer systems and your network. We can see Basically, all your activity, so if there's a problem, we can see where that problem occurred and get to remedying it before you even know that there was a problem.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So what regulations and standards do we as small business owners need to be aware of when it comes to internet access, you know, the privacy issues, cybersecurity, you know, what what do we need to be worried about?
1: Well, no matter how small your business is, if you're taking anyone's personal information or if you're taking credit card information, you definitely need to make sure that you're HIPAA or PCI compliant, depending on your industry. You still need to follow the government regulations. And that's where we can help out. We can make sure that you are abiding by those and making sure your network is secure. Um, Cybersecurity, I mean, it's important no matter. I mean, a lot of people tell us, hey, it's too expensive. I just can't afford it. But you can do some small, small things that are very inexpensive that can make a big difference in protecting your network. So
0: when we talk about, you know, the the government regulations on, uh, you know, private security or private information, that's why when you go into websites, the, they have the little uh, information that says, you know, we collect your cookies, you know, that, you know, we, we use cookies to collect your information. You know, if they're going in and if you have a... a, a uh, registration form or something like that, that you have them entering information in so that you can capture their leads, you need to inform them how that information is going to be used, right?
1: Correct. Yep, you okay. need to make sure that the, the uh, end user is knowing that you're collecting the information and that it is secure and it is encrypted. And the biggest part is for a small business, you build a reputation and then if you were to lose all that data, that reputation is gone in a heartbeat.
0: So mm-hmm. The biggest thing
1: is not only to protect it but back it up as well.
0: Right, right, exactly. Now when we talk about encryption and everything, now as a small business owner, how do we know whether the tools that we're using to collect this data and everything is encrypting
1: it? The simplest thing to do is do a PCI scan that will scan your entire network and find the holes that would be vulnerable that someone like a hacker could get into and steal your information. A hacker can do simple things like an email. An email can allow them access into your network. So the biggest thing is to make sure that you do a scan at least once a year. Some businesses do them once a month because things change constantly in the IT world.
0: I've got an, an online learning academy that um, I've got set up for small business owners. And what I notice all the time is I have to go in and clean up my user list because of these bots that come out and just use crazy emails or whatever um, and put it in there. What can be done to stop that from happening?
1: Making sure that you have an antivirus or malware program, not only on the individual computers, anything connected to your network. So your server, your uh, backup, your tablets, making sure that all those are protected. If you have a business network and you're allowing your employees to connect to that business network on the personal device, you need to stop immediately. Mm -hmm. Because what someone does on the personal device, one little thing can jump into the network and give a hacker access Mm -hmm. and then they can hold your whole company hostage. They can hold it for ransomware. So big thing, number one, is always separate. Here's my business network and then you can do a separate network for your guest, that you can allow your employees to get on, so that they can check their phone, email, uh, personal email, things like that. Right. But you don't want anyone bringing a computer from home that is their personal computer and connecting it to the network.
0: Okay. Now, okay. With
1: everyone working in remotely now from home, one of the most secure ways to do it is to create a VPN tunnel.
0: Yeah.
1: So that they are logging into secure line access back to the network.
0: Okay. Well, this academy is primarily set up um, for online learning, and what they have to do is they have to register, and that's where these emails are coming in. You know, the the bots are coming in and registering them. So I would imagine I probably need to contact the platform developer, correct, to see what they can do to 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 stop that because I'm getting them from Russia, from China, everything else, and you can tell that they're they're not real.
1: And, and who's ever hosting your website where that application is being filled out, they just may need to tweak one or two things to prevent that.
0: Okay, well, I can talk to them too. Yeah, yeah.
1: And and you okay. know, like when you when you go online for something and it says prove you're a human and you have to find the traffic lights in the pattern, that's the simplest way to do that. Adding mm-hmm. that captiva uh, aspect to it. it, I know it's annoying for all of us. We all have to do it, but
0: well, I've it's, got it's I've got jetpack. I I use jetpack and okay. or whatever you know, I'm doing what I can do. Okay. Yeah. That's as far as I can go. But like you said, you know, it's a matter of, you got to work with your server, your, your IT provider, let them help you as well. So MSP, what is that?
1: That is a managed service provider. And that's what Millennium Technology Group
0: Okay. Does.
1: So we basically provide you a service for your entire network and we manage and update and make sure that uh, you get all the patches you need for the proper updates. Now your Windows server, your Windows PC, things like that. Uh, we also vet them before we tell you to put them on your um, computer. Sometimes you'll get that, you know, iPhone Windows update. And everyone's like, oh, after I got it, my phone was, you know, slower than normal. And yeah. then two days later, you they see. They put out another one. Another one. So we yeah. just, we vet that out before we update it so that right. you don't have to experience that.
0: Well, you know, and I've got Macs. Do you work with Macs?
1: Yes, ma'am. We work with both Macs and PC. Yeah,
0: PCs. yeah. Because uh, that's one thing I've noticed is since we've upgraded to the most current um, operating system for Mac. Now, anytime I shut down and reboot, I have to sign in again with my Google, you know, my LinkedIn, everything. It makes you re-sign in all over again. It's not a matter of it remembering.
1: There may be something set up with your uh, settings on the uh, Mac that is Making you constantly validate yourself, is that the cookies nah. maybe uh it could, cookies are more for the uh, the browser, but it may mm-hmm. be you're you're setting in the actual uh boot up system of your of your uh, Mac
0: okay, okay well anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, technology, I know just enough to be dangerous sometimes you know so
1: <laughs> and, and, and that's where a lot of people are. they know enough yeah. to be dangerous, and sometimes they think they can handle something and they become dangerous, and they can take down their business's network.
0: Well, like and the I wrong had this, I've had this happen before um, one of my older websites several years ago, actually probably about maybe four or five years ago, someone had gone in, put a virus in, and it was just pulling in all kinds of fake emails and, and you know, registrants and stuff like that. We ended up having to take the whole thing down and rebuild it again. So, yes. so why do hackers target small businesses?
1: Cause it's easy pickings. Yeah. All, honestly, it's easy pickings. Most people are like, Hey, I am so busy trying to get my small business up and running that I don't really have time to focus on my network security or my internal IT department or, you know, things like that. So, like I said earlier, all they need is something simple as an email and they can get in to your network. But mm-hmm. the biggest thing you need to do is train your employees mm-hmm. One thing that you, you can do is if you don't recognize where the email is from, don't open it. Right. And then if you do open it, don't ever click on a link that you don't recognize. Right. Don't ever download an attachment you don't recognize you know, from the sender. Another thing to do is use two-factor authentication to get another layer of security. And one of the ones that we like to implement is once you log into, like I mentioned earlier, the, the VPN tunnel back into the network, my phone goes off. And then I have to authenticate again on my phone that I am. That's
0: the way I'm set up. Yes. Correct. Exactly.
1: And that, that adds an extra layer.
0: It makes it so they can't use the same device also correct. Um, in order you, to authenticate. Yes.
1: yes. And, and having a policy and then enforcing it too. Uh such as changing your passwords every 30, 60, or 90 days. Okay. Is, I know it's annoying. We all <laughs> we all hate changing our passwords but it adds an extra layer of security and make the passwords complex. Yeah. You have to have two capital uh, letters, but not in concession. Um, You have to use a combination of uh, numerics and special characters. uh, And you can't use any version of the previous one. I know some companies you could do, you know, uh, your hometown, like say Orlando zero one. And the next time you could do Orlando zero two. No, that's, that's just easy to to hack again. Right. So Make it complex. I mean, obviously something you can remember, but make it complex. That's like right. using the ad yeah. symbol instead of an A, the dollar sign instead of an S, things like that. Oh.
0: Interesting. OK. OK. And,
1: and that doesn't cost anything. That's just making it a policy. That's
0: just making it. Yeah. But then then you go and hide it under your keyboard or something so somebody can find it.
1: <laughs> no, you never want to write it down. You never want to write it down um there are there are things that you can put on your phone
0: there's a wallet or something
1: right well it's it's like a key pass where you put all your your um applications and devices that you have to log into you can put your username and your password but then you have to have the complex code to get into the phone yeah so some phones have to have four uh characters now with that key pass you have to have six or eight sometimes Mm. um that makes it more secure But then you have to remember one thing and then everything else is in your phone.
0: So let's talk a little bit about antivirus and malware Mm -hmm. um, uh, tools. All right. What is the difference first of all? All right. And then why is, are they very important?
1: Antivirus is viruses that are out there that are known. So something happened uh, your, your antivirus software updates it. They know to look for that new virus that's out there. Malware is now kind of like a learning system that is on your computer and learns what you do. So if something out of the ordinary is happening on the computer, it takes that and quarantines it and says, this is not normal. Is this you doing it? And if you say, yes, you know, my business has changed. I'm doing something different. Then it will allow it. But that kind of... More of an AI learning portion, so that it knows to prevent from an unknown virus that it hasn't been discovered yet. And we use uh, our security team, our department, and Millennium Technology Group is constantly testing and vetting out the best solutions. And the ones we currently have right now, uh, I will admit they're they're very complex. That's why we have the specialists doing it, but they work very well. And you can even allow your employees to or restrict your employees on certain websites you know so that they can't be on facebook or they can't be right. on um you know fantasy football websites things like that and you can restrict that per person in your business so maybe you do have a social media person that needs access but your front line uh, people don't need access to that so
0: right it also
1: helps with uh you know, workplace lost hours. They're actually doing their job instead of surfing on the internet.
0: Right. Um, if you, if, if, as a small business, a lot of times we end up um, working with consultants with with 1099s, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, professionals. And if you've got somebody who is doing your social media, who is, who is actually handling all your social media, your digital marketing, you know, that type deal, how can you protect yourself with them?
1: You need to make sure that you have the same access they do. You never want them to have more access to your social media profile than what you do. Because if you don't like something, you don't want to have to email them and say, hey, take that down. I don't like what you put up there. You want to be able to go in and quickly take it down yourself. Or you can go in and change the passwords, then tell them, hey, we're going in a different company. We're going with a different contractor. Because you never want to have, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. Right. You can say someone, hey, we're no longer going to do business with you, and they're upset. They can go and just can completely destroy your, your social media profile. So anything, anyone who has access to your network, your systems, should always give you the same access so that you know what's going on. You can be in control of your business, not yeah. them in control of you.
0: Okay, okay. Um, talk a little bit about cybersecurity insurance.
1: Now, cybersecurity insurance is um, good for people to have, like small businesses, because it gives you an extra layer of, you know, what if, that if something does happen, your antivirus, your malware doesn't protect you, then the cost of the insurance can pay for any fines, any levies of lost business. Uh, it offsets all that stuff for you. Um, the company that uh, we recommend is ProVenture. Um, they're very good. They have a very solid uh cybersecurity insurance to add that extra layer of protection and peace of mind to a business.
0: And is that something that you would work out with your server or?
1: I know it's just, it's something that you would work out between you and the insurance company. They would have certain requirements in order to provide you with insurance, just like a car insurance. You have to have certain premiums, certain requirements. And that's where we partner with them, where they'll sell cybersecurity to a small business and we make sure that those requirements are met.
0: And, and how expensive can cyber security insurance be?
1: And it all depends on how much protection you want. I mean, some of these government fines can be in the millions of dollars, and if you want that to be covered, it can be a little bit uh, pricey. But if you just want something to make sure that you don't lose any business, it, can, it works with any budget.
0: Well, it and the reason I'm it. asking that is when we talk about ransomware, and I would like to get into that a little bit. I've seen several companies that have been – subject to that and just basically shut down for two, three weeks. Yep. Um, does cybersecurity cover that?
1: Mo- most of the policies do, yes.
0: Okay, so explain what's what ransomware is. It,
1: it's basically what it sounds like. It takes your information, your personal data or your business's data and holds it hostage until you pay a ransom. It locks it down, it takes it uh, so that you can't have access to it and then you get an email or a letter saying pay us this amount of money and we release it back to you. This is why backups are important. So if someone takes your data and you're storing your backup in the cloud, on-site, anywhere else than in your server, then you can say, no, I am not. Got, I don't want to pay this. I've already got it. I've already got a copy of my backup. Um, and it should, you should have at least two copies of your backup, one on-site um, that's in a separate device, completely separate from your um, server. And then another one, probably off-site. That would be in a cloud or a data center.
0: Okay. Yeah, because I i mean, I pretty much, I back everything up to the cloud. Perfect. You know, um, as far as that's concerned. Oh, interesting, you know.
1: And, and the reason why I say on-site in a separate mm-hmm. device is once something's on-site and connected to your network, it's easier to bring that data back up. Right. If it's on a cloud, you're limited to your network speed, your internet speed. So exactly. sometimes it may take a day or two to bring all that stuff back down.
0: Yeah, well, when you think about all the applications, well, most of my applications are cloud-based anyway. So it's easy to use those, yeah. But when you talk about applications and you talk about your files and <laughs> and everything else, yeah, that's a lot of information to be backing up all the time. And-
1: and each company is different. Each company requires certain things. Each company prioritizes what it wants. And that's where Millennium Technology Group can help come in and find a budget solution for you and your business.
0: Interesting. Okay. So what about for one of these small businesses? You know, If any of our listeners are you know, thinking that, okay, I need to protect myself, where do you even begin?
1: I'm honestly, calling us. Uh, If you're a small business and you like we we talked about earlier, you know a little bit about technology to be dangerous. You need to call an expert. Our systems engineers, our network engineers can come in and do a full assessment, make recommendations, give you best practices. The worst thing you want to do is just buy something off the shelf at Walmart. That's for your home network. Mm -hmm. You definitely want enterprise grade uh, equipment to protect you and your business.
0: Okay, and um, can you give me any kind of an idea of wh- of a price range that a small business might look for on a say a per, per
1: we, we typically we do typically per workstation. Okay, um, that's what I Depending meant to on talk. yeah, and depending on how complex the network is, there's a different price for that as well. We have some customers pay as little as three hundred dollars a month for protection. Then we have other customers pay six thousand dollars a month for protection. Wow. It just mm. depends on the size of your business. Exactly. And then do you want do you want us to manage your email? Do you want us to manage your uh, mm. ransomware malware? Do you want us to do dark web monitoring to make sure that any of your information isn't being sold on the dark web? Things mm. like that. It all depends. And that's why it's kind of a la carte. We can offer you a whole bunch of different services.
0: Right, right. Okay, okay. Well, I appreciate you being here, James. So, you know, before we head out, do me a favor and tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you should they want to
1: talk to you. The easiest way to, to do it is go to mtg-fl.com. You know, and go to our, our website. There's a button to click to ask for a sales quote and just put in your information and just tell me what your pain points are. Then I will call you. and We'll set up a time to meet and discuss about your um, certain wants and needs, or you can call us, and the number is very simple, 407-996-2399. Just call and ask uh, ask for James. You can ask for Gary, my counterpart, or just say, hey, I listened to this podcast. I want to talk to you guys about helping my small business, and they'll direct you to me.
0: Very good. Very good. Well, I appreciate it, James. And uh, I know with with the way the economy is and everybody is moved, you know, primarily online, it's even more important. Uh, You know, I've seen more and more scams coming through, um, you know, just accessing information that they shouldn't be so.
1: Absolutely. And always remember, if it's too good to be true, it's more than likely true. (laughs) More than likely
0: it is. More than likely it is. Well, thank you, James. And that ends this week's podcast episode. We look forward to meeting back here next week um, with another exciting episode. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. And you can always reach us at info at chargedupstudio.com. You can follow us on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, and contribute to our platform on Patreon.